This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. If I were you Wow, 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 wow. Did you know what that was a parody of? No. Oh, no. It's, I guess it sounds like a Beck thing. <laughs> Do you really not know? <laughs> no. Oh, I was being sarcastic because it's a very popular song. Do you know Old Town Road? No. Uh, yeah, what are you talking about? Sorry. Now I don't even know if you guys are doing a bit together or if I... We're I'm... not doing a bit. <laughs> really? We're absolutely not doing a bit. What the hell are you talking Wait, about? Wait, Nick, are you doing a bit? No. <laughs> I, no, there's no uh, first of all, Nick Rad is on the podcast, also not knowing what Old Town Road is. Yeah, also, welcome, Nick. Was there is there a whole thing where I shouldn't have talked until? Oh no, that's no, okay. I don't think so we're 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 actually notoriously bad at uh, introducing guests. Cool, cool. Wait, both of you don't know what Old Town Road is? No, no. Are, <laughs> why are you laughing? What are they like? Did everyone knows who this is? It's embarrassing that we don't. I don't know. I feel like you guys are joking, but I'll just explain <laughs> it to you if you're not. <laughs> I, I'm not. Have you're you, enjoying this way too much, and it's bothering me. Have you, who sings? Who sings it? <laughs> I'm having an episode. I really am <laughs> recording an episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, get, you, have you heard of Lil? <laughs> have you heard of Lil Nas X? <laughs> Lil not, not uh, no. This is killing me. You're, you're, you're. It's like when I'm, uh, at, I'm home for the holidays, and and my little cousin is just 
grilling me on the latest and I yeah. know nothing. When you said Old Town Road, I thought you were I thought it's like some kind of like Bob Dylan Beatles esque thing okay. that I really should have known. Like you're supposed to have a bass right. for. Yeah, but But bass- then you say Lil Nas X, I'm like, oh, I think this is just because you listen to top forty in your car on your commute. <laughs> right? This song is so overwhelmingly popular. It's like you guys not hearing about Hotline. Well, like it's popular. It's popular on the radio right now. It's popular. Like it has like several hundred million views on YouTube. Like it's Today, the number one. This is like it. Like this came out recently enough. Because that to me sounded like if you were like, who is this a parody of? I would have said Kid Rock. Like that was like the vibes that I was getting. Yeah. So it's a rapper named Lil Nas X, and then he made a remix featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, an actual uh, country musician, Miley Cyrus's father. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Miley Cyrus? I mean, who am I talking I, to? I've heard here? of both Cyruses. I've heard of both Cyruses. <laughs> so the remix has, it, it came out on YouTube two months ago. It has 181 million views. I assume that everything on YouTube has 181 million <laughs> views these days. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it in our company Slack this morning. Lil Nas X, the horse in the back, the kid singing along we're already talking about the iterations you, you, yeah you know what you know what you know what bothers me it makes me realize i'm, I'm not in that channel and that bothers me Ooh, what's what channel is that in? this is hq <laughs> no you no. have yet to say anything on this episode <laughs> that we can all agree on <laughs> yes this is in our company-wide slack nick is absolutely a part of it yeah. we are putting the magnifying glass over over this uh company right now too yeah let's tell let's tell everyone all the names of our slack channels <laughs> we got hq we got videos we have headgum business sure that's that's one of the greatest if you're not in a channel can you, you can't see all the channels right i'm an admin so i can see all the channels interesting what can you see the Noah amir channel oh yeah yeah i started yeah. that channel it's a good one yeah everyone but amir right? yeah. yeah i'm in that one <laughs> <laughs> You're a mod of that one. So Lil Nas X, who I guess had to have tailored his name after the rapper Nas by adding a Lil before and an X after. After a big Nas Y. Yeah, he actually inspired me. My rap name is now Lil, Lil Nas X X. So I'm sort of taking what he did and amplifying it. Now it's like, oh. okay, who do I who do I collab with? So you see the X is like that means amplify to you. That's like multiplication. That's like that millennial shit. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's that fucking Billboard 200. Have you guys heard of Hotline Blink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard of Hotline. Are, is this going to be just like a, a music? Uh, quiz episode is yeah that this is? billboard top 200 we're gonna go down the list and you'll just ask if we've heard of a song there's not even like a like you know you're not even asking me to prove hotline i'll just start saying yes i guess <laughs> all right so there's this guy named tyler the creator right yeah i know that one <laughs> um all right nick rad yeah i did i don't know that one <laughs> actually you gotta listen to the diss track i made of uh semi-famous dave rosenberg it takes it samples tyler creator's beat structure wow oh for my diss track did and you it, make the beat yourself no the great the great miles felix oh that's pumped good. that out so it's actually really well made right uh nick that's how awesome. would you, how would you describe yourself to our audience how would our audience know you i'm glad you asked i'm actually a thespian now interesting so, yeah i would say i would say a thespian mostly so <laughs> our audience would know you as a thespian <laughs> Yeah, I would assume so. At this I, point. I want most people to know me as a thespian at this point. Right. But I guess if you didn't know me... Uh, well, the, a thespian is sort of your new... Yes. It's like the newest version. So I'm, like, what's Nick 1.0? Right, What's right. Nick OG? I'm glad, I'm glad you're putting it that way. I am 
I've always been a thespian, but I've just recently come out as a thespian. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you were in the closet? coming out as a thespian. <laughs> yeah, I was in the closet for a long time. But before that, uh, I, I was a painter. That's uh, something that I did for many years. That's and cool. then I met uh, Jake Hurwitz over here, and he convinced me to give that up. It wasn't going yeah. right. And, we had uh, a meet cute that sort of <laughs> turned into me nagging him on his painting. Yeah. It sounds like an intervention. <laughs> it kind of was. He told me I should I should stop doing that and help him uh, start a little company you might have heard of called Old Town Road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Headgum. So I've been, uh, you know, helping uh, on the producing side out here in Brooklyn, New York. That's right. For the last four four odd years. Um, and then uh, I, I slowly started eyeing the door and stepping away and uh, and making a little web series because I, I uh, that's what I want to do. I wanted people to know I was a thespian. And uh <laughs> And that's what I did. So uh, there you go. That's that's my full bio. So you went from artist to producer to thespian. <laughs> well, no, I was, as I said, I was always a thespian, but right. I did those things to conceal my true identity. He was a closeted thespian. <laughs> and you can watch these videos as they come out, uh, a HeadGum East series that's on our YouTube channel. Yeah, that's the only way to watch them, I believe. And you, uh, are you a full-time part of Twinovation at this point? I'm a I'm a former member of Twinovation. I, uh, I you know listen that's been a long complicated relationship where I used to just be the guy that hit the record button yeah. and then at some point I was laughing in the background and so I became like kind of the producer character. Yeah. And then at some point uh you know I was actually on the show. So And then at some point and, and then at some point after that you became the uh the known villain, yeah, uh, where you were the the Russian, <laughs> the Russian rocket, I'm uh, sometimes called the Kami. Yeah, it's it, it, even talking about it. It sounds like a weird dream I'm describing to somebody, and I'm like like halfway through trying to talk about that show to anyone who doesn't listen to it. It's just indescribable. Yeah. So I don't. At this point, I'm no longer involved. Although I was recently brought back into, I I guess like talk there's like a talk therapy session i did with dave which was interesting <laughs> yeah you're the rosenberg whisperer yeah yeah that's what they that's what they have me there for so i did that i hosted a live show but uh no mostly i just get like panic texts on thursday night from jeff that's like do you have an sd card bro and it's like that kind of stuff so that's kind of my role on you uh, put out fires edition. you put out rosenberg fires yeah yeah i do i, I do the fact that you kept that show alive for as long as you did should be like <laughs> considered an ultra marathon in endurance yeah it's uh it's it's an adventure those those uh those fellows are interesting people uh i can't that show is like it seems like it's a bit a lot of people think they're doing bits on that show but that's just what it's like to be around them full time (laughs) yeah there's no jokes it's just their life uh that's true you're also a new father i should say i i am indeed Uh, i have a a little 10 month old baby uh his name is Rilo, and he's very cute. Uh, so I thought since this is an advice podcast, after all, you can help us answer some baby dilemmas that you'd be more well-equipped to answer than, say, Jake and myself. I have many children. <laughs> and I love Jake, all of them. Yeah, Jake Jake has a very dad-like presence, I would say. You think so? Yeah. That means a lot to me. Yeah. Coming from another dad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say a good dad. I just said kind right. of a... You're a more of a rad dad. I'm a bad dad. Yeah. yeah. You're an absentee father. That's right. Yeah, but a cool... Like, like you always wonder what you always want Jake's approval, right? You want me to be a glad dad, 
<laughs> sure. If you would just beamingly look at me like from across the room and give me like a good job, kid. Yeah. I'd I'd live on that for like six months, you know? Whoa. Easily. Cool. Uh tell you what. Uh if you earn it, I'll do it. Oh shit. I'm gonna yeah. Oh shit. Hold on. There's high stakes. Here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. I can't look at him anymore. <laughs> uh all right, Nick. We need a guy's name so that we can refer to this man, this email writer, anonymously. What do you got for us? Sure, 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 sure. Um, gosh, let's go Melvin. Melvin. Right. Melvin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jake and Amir. I was hoping you guys could help me out with a problem I'm having with my unborn baby's penis. Let me try to explain. <laughs> my wife is in her eighth month of pregnancy, and the baby is just weeks away from being born. We know it's a boy, and she is trying to force me to circumcise him. I really don't want to, considering I'm circumcised and no one on my side of the family... Oh, sorry, I'm not circumcised and no one on my side of the family is. I don't want to let my newborn child go through any type of surgery, but my wife keeps saying how gross foreskin is. How do I convince my wife to let my son keep his turtleneck? The advice of two Jewish men especially would be very interesting. Thanks. Love, Melvin. Wow. Um, I'm intrigued... I know Nick. And Nick's the one with the baby penis that he can talk about. <laughs> hey, um, watch yourself. <laughs> but, but his wife says that foreskins are disgusting, and he has one. Right? That's right. Like that, he said that he's uncircumcised, and everyone in his family is. And his wife's argument for circumcising the baby is that foreskins are disgusting. <laughs> That's right. Interesting. That's awesome. Actually, very uh, complicated. Nick, did you guys have to make this decision uh, in the eighth month? Uh, you can make the decision at any time, and immediately after your child's born, if he's going to be circumcised, I guess that's the moment you would tell them. But right. well, Amir's parents made that decision when he was sixteen. Isn't that right, Amir? Yeah. You thought you were going to the DMV to get your learner's permit? I thought I was getting an eye exam, and before I knew it, a moil was slicing my dick off. <laughs> uh, right. It wasn't even a doctor. You you walked in. It was a surprise bris. Yeah, and it was. It was on 16 surprise Brits. It was on Splash Mountain too. So like at the very least, I was getting like a little bit of a thrill. I'm so happy to know. Yeah, there's a photo of it of a moyle slicing my foreskin off at the top of Splash Mountain. Now tell me this, as as two Jewish men, I'm I'm Jewish adjacent. My wife is Jewish, which I think does that makes my child Jewish, or you explain this to me. That's like a whole thing. Technically. Your kid is Jewish. Wow. There's nothing we can do, bud. <laughs> you have a Jewish son. Okay, great. That's... Uh, which is interesting because I grew up, my mom was Christian, my dad was Jewish, but I like went to Hebrew school and every time I like meet a Jewish person, they're like, oh, you're not actually Jewish. Right. Your mom's like, your mom's not Jewish, which yeah. I, I think that Judaism is like mostly chill, sure. but that being one of the rules, it makes them a little not that chill. Mm-hmm. Like that's not that good. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. So did you guys have a bris, Nick? <laughs> uh, well, this is why I'm asking. We did not get re- get our son circumcised, and I have strong opinions about this. But I, but in the presence of two Jewish men, and I don't know what I'm dealing with below the below the belt line between either of you. So, I, I want to ask: uh, when you get a a bris, is there a is there a kissing sucking part? Is well, that a thing that people do? So you should know that I'm I'm a eunuch and Amir's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> okay. So we don't fully know the answer here. Sure. But go ahead. I'm a giant dildo with a heart of gold. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I, well, I did not get a bris. I'm circumcised, but I just got my uh foreskin chopped off at the hospital. 
Okay. And a, a, so a bris is like a party for it when that happens. Yeah, a bris is, is an event. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your first bar mitzvah. It's eight days after you were born, or maybe seven days. There's a there's a rabbi, there's a blessing, there's some wine, there's a circumcision. And is this am I making up that there's like a little kiss on the like that that gets you the <laughs> you're obsessed <laughs> I, i've heard it it could be an ugly rumor i just want to know <laughs> he wants to know if the moil blows the baby i can imagine yeah. why this would lead to fights with the wife yeah it's look like if, if there's not really like no i want i want the rabbi to blow the kid and you're like no i don't want the rabbi to blow the kid that'll that'll oh i feel i feel no is there a, amir is there a kissy kissy is there a sucky sucky <laughs> i feel like the in my mind, that's like the ultra orthodox thing to do, okay. but like most people don't, I don't do it that way anymore. Right. Okay. So that exists in some realm of of orthodox Jewish culture, but it's not like the standard practice. Exactly. It's my guesstimate. Okay. Okay. Cool. I I just didn't know if I was like perpetuating an ugly rumor, but regardless, I still think I, we decided not to because you're chopping up your little man's like natural parts why like I, I get it you got tradition whatever and listen i'm cut over here baby i i got that like aesthetic you know that my parents thought i a, needed to have a nice clean <laughs> cock sure keeping sure. it high, high. <laughs> without <Well>. that rod <laughs> okay but that gets into like people say it's cleaner and that's that's an argument which apparently melvin's wife is making that it's just disgusting to, well, I, to I, have I, a foreskin. i think it's, it is it's harder to keep your foreskin healthy i don't think it's impossible but you have to like it you have to you have to clean it yeah well you're saying if rilo's a little slob <laughs> you're saying more than a normal penis you like have to pull it back I, a little bit yeah i believe so but what like does that seem like a huge barrier for entry for people they I don't just know. don't I, I grew up without it i have no idea <laughs> I, i'm circumcised so i just naturally lean towards uh, any future uh child of mine should be why? Uh, Why? Just because you are? Yeah, just because it's like, oh, I'll I'll give them the same cock that I've always known to have. <laughs> I really can't wait for Nick Rad's dad podcast. We're trying to convince him to start. It. We're trying to convince him to start a dad podcast. We, it could be a fully circumcision based pod. I, I I feel like it's gonna have to. I uh, I guess I'll do it here. I was gonna save this for a twinovation, but my my I have a business idea. I wanna I wanna start the after skin, which is. For people who have been circumcised, but they want to restore themselves to their natural state, I want to do kind of a stem cell based, you could get like, you know, you can style your foreskin, whatever you want it to look like. You could actually, if I like this idea because you could partner with uh, with people that want to get circumcised. Oh. So you could trade skins. You could have a foreskin donor. Yeah. And if you can really create like... um a bunch of like custom skins you can kind of wear like oh if i'm a pittsburgh steeler fan i could have a i could have a steeler's dick for damn for dude damn i like that a lot yeah. do you guys remember winamp skins right so it's sort of like the same thing yeah i mean it's sort of like people do a lot of like you know like oh uh my my socks are tyrannosaurus rex or i've i've got cheeseburger socks but you'd have a a cheeseburger cock. Yeah, that's making me think. Who's the who's the shoe designer that Kanye collabs with? That Ablo guy, Virgil Abloh. Virgil Abloh. Like he could do one that and it says like skin on it, like in quotes. Yeah, that's cool. Sick, I like that. Dude. That's <laughs> like actually that really hip. Yeah. Jake, would you circumcise your unborn child? So two things. One, no chance in hell I'm having a bris, and I actually already know that this is going to come to a head with <laughs> between me and my wife someday if 
I have a son. Uh, but I will not do a bris. I won't. I won't do it. Uh, I, but I would circumcise him. But, but I'm just like I don't trust a doctor. I'm gonna or I'm gonna. I don't trust a rabbi. I'm gonna do it myself. You know. That's cool. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, the other thing is, I, I guess the reason I, part of it is is like I want to be able to like know how my kid's body works, right? Like if if my kid came to me is like. Hey, like I have a question. My foreskin hurts. I'd be like, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't know, buddy. I also like what if what if, don't you think Rilo might be upset if one yeah. day he finds out that you're circumcised and he's not? Yeah, but you know what you know what the beautiful option he then has is he could he could go get circumcised. Like he still has But a that's choice. like a painful thing. Yeah, but it's painful for your infant. You just they just don't remember it, which is so you just like enact a physical trauma on this thing that this child that can't but you speak for himself. And if you do it in the hospital, like I don't think mine was painful. You j- you just don't remember. Bro. I remember everything. I remember <laughs> I remember coming out. <laughs> I I feel like there's a lot of justifications for it, but most of them circle around thinking like, I don't know, my dick looks cool, and I don't I don't want my kid's dick not to look cool. Right. Well, I feel. Don't you think that's a strong enough reason? I want I my sh- kid's dick to look awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but but the perception of like. A circumcised dick looking awesome is based on that's just it's because the person before them had that dick, but that doesn't mean that dick's awesome looking. That's I guess that's my argument. Do you guys know what your parents' dick looks like? Parent, my I, my mother doesn't have a dick. <laughs> oh come on! Man. And I resent the accusation. <laughs> no, I wasn't even saying that. I was just saying like you were guys... saying that. You said your parents. No, I was just <laughs> asking if like we talk about knowing your dad's dick. Like Jake, do you know what your mom's dick looks like? What? I was just saying, do you know what your mom's dick looks like? You were saying you were saying that or you did say that? Or sorry, dad's dick. No, you said it like three times. What does your mom's dick look like? And I'm sure you have the courage to talk about this now that we're not in the same goddamn room. <laughs> now that we're doing a Skype record, you'll you'll come at my mother. You know I'll strangle your your scrawny ass next time I'm in LA. With your foreskin. Dad, uh Nick Rad, do you know what your father's foreskin situation is? Uh yeah, he's definitely circumcised. I, I come from like a, a a line of Catholic folk and that's part of their game too. Is, oh really? Uh, chop it's, a, it up. it's every religion has that? Is it a religion thing? I feel like Well, but religion is just connected to tradition. I, I I don't I mean I guess like I guess there's a world where they're like, yeah, you're not getting into heaven because you got that you got that skin hanging there. But <laughs> that's how Satan drags you to hell. Yeah. Off with the with the rapists and the murderers. That's the line to hell. And you led mostly a good life, but you have a foreskin. So I'm sorry. You actually, yeah. That's right, how he, that guy there is a pedophile. And there's a space I think between the pedophile and, and the serial killer. So well, that's wait how to Lucifer. That's how Lucifer grabs you off the conveyor belt is with your foreskin. And if you don't have one, <laughs> then he just sort of slips off your shiny yeah. knob. We all know Amir's idea of heaven is that it's a large conveyor belt. <laughs> uh, Nick, did you have a conversation with your wife or were you both like, no, it's definitely not going to happen and that's that? Uh, we definitely talked about it. I, uh, We talked about it. I was definitely not on... I just didn't want it. I, I didn't want him to get circumcised. And she thought about it for a little bit, but then like went even harder in the direction of like, she went to like people who are getting circumcisions are perpetuating genital mutilation. Whoa. Just as like a cultural bias, which I got to... <laughs> I mean, I'm not throwing her under the bus. That's an argument people make. It's yeah. like a, it's like a culturally accepted thing that we do to little kids. And I will say, because we did look into it, there is some medical argument that potentially uh, your infant and your child has a higher chance of uh, urinary tract infection. Right? I knew it. 
yeah. infection and smegma, dude. <laughs> I, I feel like smegma falls more into the category of like, if you're just not clean in general, like, yeah, you're right. Di- you have earwax, yeah. smegma, <laughs> yeah, right. pit stains, skid marks. Right. It's not, it's but you not. could you could do something about those. Right. This, but the smegma argument gets made a lot. The health argument, which some also say that there are theoretically links to prostate cancer, but mm. that's also been debated because they take populations where circumcision is not the commonplace thing, which really only America and I think like uh i don't know maybe south america if i could be wrong but there's a cup america is one of the countries where like most people are circumcised but largely out of america it's less common much less common i'd love to circumcise your son <laughs> uh, all right i'll keep you in mind uh if we ever change our mind or if he reaches an age where he decides he wants his own circumcision <laughs> i'll let him know unki amir is uh yeah, is, has volunteered to do it himself. Moyle Shmumu. Jake was talking once about like a a friend's mom giving him a haircut. Once, would you be pissed <laughs> if like Rila was did a sleepover, and yeah. a Moyle came by and snip snip bip? Right. All of the other kids oh were doing God. it. I I the the dad rage in me just stirred at the idea that like someone else's parent would give my kid a haircut. Like, did unpack that for me did did your did this parent call your mama and be like i'm gonna no i was like at their house this parent was like a hairdresser they had a little like uh seat you know like a, a hair salon in their basement right right and uh my friend had a rat tail <laughs> i wanted a rat tail and uh she like shaved one into my head oh, that's kind of awesome yeah, though, that's actually. Cool. yeah that's <laughs> were, you, <laughs> were your parents pissed or were they into it they were they were like they weren't mad at my friend's mom. They were like, "You're not keep." They were sort of just like, "No." And yeah. my mom's friend, who was also a hair hairdresser, came over and shaped it off. A different hairdresser friend. Yeah, lots of different hairdresser friends in my town. That's cool. You yeah, just, you just like know a lot of hairdressers. I, I sure. Well, I knew two. But yeah, <laughs> they were both neighbors, <laughs> but they were kind of rivals. Like one was into the rat tail. Oh yeah, exactly. Wasn't. When when the rat tail one saw me the next day without my rat tail, <laughs> she buzzed. She like bicked my head, so I would have like kind of a shaved uh, a shaved rat tail. I love that. It's yeah. funny. I uh, if I. Like the idea of circumcising a child feels natural to me, but then like when I see one-year-old girls with earrings, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with those people? Yeah. Yes. Exactly, bro. This is we're, we're gonna. I'm gonna win you over by the end, Amir. I, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some charts and some pictures I've uh, I've been accumulating. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys in windbreakers breaking. <laughs> He's been collecting baby cocks. But Rilo has a septum. Yeah, yes, Rilo has a Prince Albert, but that's that's more of like a that's more of like I just want him to be awesome. It's like a different it's a different thing. He has his eyebrow pierced <laughs> and a tattoo. Yeah, again, again, you're you're judging me for all the wrong reasons. He's got a headgum ink. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll thank some sponsors. Come back with more questions and answers after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for 
my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. That's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> now nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results. That know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Nick Rad, do you have any? Oh, it's a little bit Dude, I've got a lot of unsolicited advice. I just I just entered into dadhood, and so I feel like now my opinion matters. Before, it was just a... Right. Yeah. You can have opinion and use it to really tell someone what to do now. That's kind of cool. Tell Well, tell one person what to do. Yeah, but my opinion doesn't count for shit to anybody. He has to listen. Yeah. I can't punish anyone that doesn't listen to me. You can actually Dude. punish someone. Oh, shit. This is, it's actually stressing me out. The, the authority is stressing me out. I don't like to be in the position of authority, but... I do realize that now my opinions hold some kind of weight. And I was looking around. 
I uh, I have some advice. If you're if you're gonna buy a ladder, uh, buy a small ladder. Don't go big first. Are so you're looking at this? We're in Nick's yeah. studio, and you're looking at that huge ladder that you uh-huh, have over there. That looks uh-huh. kind of useful. You have, the walls are. I know. That, so this is this is the whole problem. Is like I have tall ceilings in my studio, so I thought get a tall ladder. Right. Most of the time, I only need to be. I don't know, four or five foot above the ground. Right. And I bought a ladder that's 12 foot tall and I can't move that shit ever and get anything done. Is it because oh. it's, it's heavy or because it like takes up too much surface area on it's, the ground? It's very heavy. The other day I knocked it over. It knocked my computer off the desk. It's cracked my, my beautiful. Oh my God, yeah, I see that. I know, my beautiful that's iMac. Like, that's that a, looked, yeah, that's a nice iMac. I know. You knocked that off your desk. Uh-huh. What, were you, what were you doing? I, you know, it's moving, a, moving a ladder, like dad things. Like, you know, you fix outlets, you, you, move furniture i was trying to move the ladder fell broke i i I, get a small ladder that's what i'm telling you less than six foot Mm -hmm. keep it reasonable you could get a six foot ladder in here yeah but but i always will regret i'll always know what i did first and that's that's this uh, unsolicited advice this is what i'm telling you 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 never think to not buy a 12-foot ladder until you've done it. And yeah. <laughs> the pro- I think the problem is that your body is six feet. You don't consider like you only have yeah. to be six feet to get up to 12 feet. You're like, oh, I need exactly. to get to 12 feet. I'll get a 12-foot ladder. But no. Right. But I the, I just <laughs> disagree with Nick. Because <laughs> like I'm, I'm in his studio right now. And sure. you standing on the top of that ladder, you still couldn't touch the ceiling. I know. Like if you ever needed to to get access to those wires or pipes. or That's this, right. Well, duct, you know, you'd have to have this ladder. Okay, fair. Second, second six- piece of unsolicited advice: get smaller ceilings. Don't <laughs> don't go with your twenty four foot ceilings like I've done, and have a situation where to access the ceiling you have to risk your goddamn life. Right. And you could die falling from the top of that ladder <laughs> I've, for sure. I've thought about it. I thought about if I fell in here, there's no one around, no one would see me. I got a ladder. I got a ladder question, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Laddercast. <laughs> We're talking Ladder like, uh, when I think of ladders, obviously I, I don't use ladders very often because I'm not a handyman. But then I imagine some ladders just you sort of plop them against the roof of a building, you know what I mean? To get from like the yeah, sure. grass outside to the floor of a building. Is that sure. a different kind of ladder or is that just a regular yeah. ladder that's collapsed into one rung? Well, they have, they, it, it's, it's a great ladder question, Amir. I just want to start with that. But Thank you. They, they yeah, they have, there are many makes and models of ladders. So it's something I did not do enough research on. They have what you're talking about. So they're like the telescoping ladders where it's just, you can't turn it into like a, like a, like an A-frame. Yeah, freestanding. Oh, so yeah, I'm making yeah. my hands. You can't do that with the kind you're talking about, the, the telescoping one where it just goes up. A side slope. You have to lean it against a wall. Yeah, you got to right. lean it against a wall. Uh, or they also have the ones that are just A-frames you can just lean that against something if you want to, too. So, but and then they have the ones that they have like these in between convertible ones where, like, if you're like a real serious ladder dude, which you're not because you only have one ladder. <laughs> and <laughs> wait, okay, Nick, but, Nick, I, but I'm an aspiration. Right, I'm, I'm looking around. Nick's treating himself like a ladder expert. God damn it. The first it. piece of advice oh. was that he bought the wrong ladder. Oh. <laughs> I've been exposed. Oh, dude, that's not even my ladder, bro. I, you guys were like, do you have unsolicited advice? And I panicked. I fucking panicked. I just looked around the room. Dead Desperate for anything. 
locked in on a ladder. Oh my god! Which the guy that painted the studio left here. <laughs> if I had a smoke bomb, I'd throw it right now. You'd never hear from me again. This is humiliating for me. Uh, Nick, do you prefer of those two ladders? Do you prefer the former or the latter? <laughs> oh, oh, very shit, good, dude. Very, very good. Oh, Samir. Uh, yeah, Good thank work, you. I've, I set you up by that, by sending you a ladder six months ago so I can make that joke. <laughs> it's good because I was so confused at why I've become so passionate about ladder research. I'm like, I'll use this someday. <laughs> someday I'll get a chance to explore this. A little note from Amir that said, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was cute. Have you ever have you ever done the side sloping, like the side of a business ladder, side of a building ladder, and someone's at the top, and then you grab the two like rungs at the bottom, and then you just fucking <laughs> yank it, you yank it forwards or like backwards, sort of like pulling the carpet as it were, letting the guy like sort of <laughs> lunge for the roof, but if he misses, then he like like my dad broke both of his legs once when I was a nasty little three year old. Well, and I he did didn't do it. You did it. It sounds like you broke his legs. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess in a way I c- you could say that I broke my father's legs when I was a nasty little three year old. <laughs> that was the day before my circumcision. Right. I wonder if they're related. <laughs> um, you think that in- you think that inspired him to give you the circumcision? Oh yeah, he has to be punished. <laughs> he fell on my dick actually. <laughs> <laughs> so it was sort of a, a medical necessity. You were swelling, and they had to they had to remove the pus essentially. In a way, in a way, <laughs> they had to in pop your dick. Your penis was popped as uh, a three year old. Uh, all right, can we answer another question? Sure, Nick. What should we call this gentleman? Oh, sure. Also, also a man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Reginald. I like nice. that. Yeah. Reginald should be that should be Rilo's name actually. Reginald. That's yeah, his Reginald name. Rat. <laughs> Reginald. Oh my god, that's really good. <laughs> this uh this ties into the Lil Nas X Old Town Road situation from earlier. Cool. cool. Uh, Reginald is a junior in high school and while back uh and a while back a girl that I'm currently dating asked me if I was interested in going to a concert with her and my other two good friends. I would never pass up the opportunity to partake in such an event as I love shows and concerts. So obviously I quickly accepted the offer, also considering my other friends were growing, going. However, she didn't tell me until recently that it's a fucking Lindsey Sterling concert. I had to look up who this musician was, and it turns out that it was absolutely the epitome of what I dislike in the aspect of music. That's right. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, especially the girl I'm dating, by bailing on the event. So what should I do? Is there any way I can get out of this without being a dick? Should I reconsider dating this girl because she listens to shitty music? Do you guys care about what your significant other listens to music-wise? It will honestly be painful for me to attend this concert. Thank you, love, Reginald. What would you do if your son wrote that email? <laughs> if you were like, damn it, Rilo. Like, what? At like, age 10 months. Why? Are, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, well, first I'd, uh, I'd applaud his precociousness, and then I'd tell him he is a, a little son of a bitch. He's just a little, you know, what's... Oh man, I can never say son of a bitch anymore. I just realized. Well, oh yeah. That's <laughs> oh, your goddamn wife. That's my wife. <laughs> I can never oh, call my, my son God. that anymore. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Reggie, Reginald. Have Reggie. you guys heard of Lindsay Sterling? I have not, admittedly. No. No. I guess I just imagine it being kind of like a Carly Rae Jepsen type. I I feel like we need to look it up because maybe Reginald I mean his writing style 
it was a little what kind of music do you think reginald likes that's what i wanted yeah. to get at yeah based yeah, on is, the is Lindsay cool and she's not or is he cool and Lindsay's not yeah that's it, it feels important in asking this question it looks like I she's a, seems cool a younger hipper cooler violinist slash singer oh that sounds great <laughs> i do see a picture of her with a violin and like um a hat what is that hat? Is it a Pikachu? No, it's just like a white. Is it a country thing? It's like kind of like um, like a Carrie Underwood. I don't know. We're 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 not listening. So just based on her look, it's hard. It to looks set. like she was maybe on Dancers Dancing with the Stars. How does your musical taste align with your ladies? Uh, I uh, my musical taste and my wife uh, started very far apart, and as we've gotten old and tired, have grown more casually together. Uh, to, you, you know, we just put on like whatever Spotify says we should listen to yeah, at this point. For me, as getting older has been um, mostly giving up on music. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a time when I was in my 20s where I'm like, I want to like find new music. Like I like, I want to like cool, I want to like find cool songs and go to shows. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, I'll just play whatever. And then every once in a while, I'm like, I want to hear Blink 182. <laughs> I was going to say, when I think of Jake, I think of like, Blink-182, maybe like Gin Blossoms. Oh, that's nice. I, and like, I appreciate I, that. I don't think this is you. I think this is more me, but I think you were like a Dashboard Confessionals kind of guy. Were you on that line? Though? Oh, yeah, dude. You were. Oh, yeah. Okay. You were a Dashboard guy? I was. I was a big Dashboard guy. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. Would you guys invite yeah. your significant others to a Dashboard concert? Um, I don't think so because, well, one, Jill wouldn't go. Uh, <laughs> two... I like when I think about nostalgic mu- music, like I would really need to like completely let loose, uninhibited, like no, with like no reservations at all. So I think I would invite to that, to a dashboard confessional show, I would invite Nick Rad and Vincent Payo. Wow. Oh man. That would what be a, what a crew. Just like three fucking crying dudes <laughs> yeah. screaming in fidelities. <laughs> Uh, the episode four, I don't know when this one comes out, but episode four of our wild web series thing is a deep dive into, uh, new metal and that era of, uh, the music that I kind of listened to. I was embarrassed, but I was like, I would sort of listen to it, but I knew to kind of hate it. Yeah. Wait, you wrote, you wrote that episode, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that episode I think is, that one comes out, episode three is out right now. It's Episode three is coming out next Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday. So and then episode four is out. Actually, that. this might mean that episode four, I don't know when this is going right, to be right, released, right. but I think episode four might be coming out tomorrow. Okay. And that episode is my, is like my favorite one. I think it's because <laughs> of all those like amazing references. Right. So, so I don't, Lindsay Sterling might be this person's era of like the counter to something else. Like this is like Lindsay Sterling's probably the most, the popular music that's out there and this dude was probably listening to like the dashboard confessional of his era so something that feels like a little bit of like a deeper cut a little bit more uh emotionally informed but maybe he's listening to this and is like you guys are fucking assholes i'm like way even i like noise music yeah but how bad how bad can a concert be like your girlfriend and all your friends are going the worst it can be i don't think i'd want to go to a concert i wouldn't want to go i hate concerts every concert's bad i don't like concerts at all i unless i'm like gonna do drugs and hook up with somebody then like i really just don't see the point unless it was dashboard confessional (laughs) of course blink 182 (laughs) gin blossoms weezer like unless it was a band you liked (laughs) dave matthews no i i think there's not really i could go to a concert for a nostalgia factor I couldn't be like, hey, I'm into this band. Let's go see them live. Do you think this guy should bail or go? Oh, I mean, bail. I, like, there's 
it sounds like you'll be a cancer to the crew. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I think that um, I respect. Well, no, there's not really a need to try to be nice. Like, he's overthinking it. He won't yeah. be missed. You're just like, uh, actually, I have like, I've got to do something else. Everybody that is excited about this concert will still have a great time mm-hmm. without you there because they're fans of Lindsey Sterling and you. In this instance, not in real life, not all the time, but right now, you don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, uh, Amir, uh, tell me this. Defining yourself by your, like, taste in, let's anything, say, anything man. is a thing that makes a lot of sense at a certain age in your life. Or it just, it, actually, it feels like you just have to because you're not really sure how else to navigate in the world. I think as you get older, you, music in particular just seems insane, like that... Uh, everybody can listen to any it's not hard to listen to any band now so that used to be like a thing you could be like oh i'm really committed like i got the b-sides i went in yeah but now everything is equally accessible so the idea that like you knowing about something and liking something and that makes you better than a person is that feels embarrassing to me mm-hmm. yeah but you know he doesn't have to pretend that much you could be like yeah this isn't my cup of tea but i'm still gonna go for the camaraderie of it i would just suck it up and go i don't want anybody to do me if i will i like if i'm going to a show that i like really like the i i guess it really it kind of depends like how much they like this person but if like yeah i don't want someone to do me a favor and try to have fun at a concert like that'll bring me down so if you think you'll bring the mood down generally don't go I think, and I also think that you don't need to fully agree with your significant other's music taste. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, Amir, other than Little Nas X, I, I got to read on Jake over here, but what are you listening to? Like, what's your what's your jam? What, uh, what, just you saying little instead of lil really, like, pisses me <laughs> off, Nick. Like, to the point where I don't even want to fucking answer your question, because you'll be like... Other All than right. well, little uh, Amir, Wayne, who are you li- like? <laughs> other than, other than, other than, fuck off with Amir that. likes. He loves top forty music, and okay, he will. You'll like find a favorite song and listen to it ad nauseum until you've exhausted it. Right? That's kind of you're your like vibe. a song boy. You just like the you like the popularity of it. You're a song guy. Yeah, I'm a song boy. I'm a little song man. I'm a little Nas X man. I'm you're a, a so- hot one hundred. You're a songstress. Nick is a thespian. Sure. Uh, Yeah, you. I remember very distinctly being on a plane with you, and you were just listening to uh, that Jason Mraz song, "I'm Yours." (laughs) I loved "I'm Yours." I know you did. I still love "I'm Yours." Insatiable appetite for "I'm Yours." Absolutely, Mraz. Is that? And I know. I, I know a lot of the Mraz uh, discography. Is that is I'm yours one where he scats? Does he like really get into it? Shimpa doopa 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 doopa. Right. Yeah. 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 I think he scats in that. Okay. I think well, if scats. it's not that song, he does on he does on one of them, and it's uh, I don't know. It's a journey. It's interesting. <laughs> Which is my other favorite band. <laughs> you can't has enough of Mraz. <laughs> I can't has enough. Oh my God! It, it all rhymes. <laughs> Lil Mraz Mar- X. Oh my God! Can you imagine that awesome mashup album? A Mraz up. <laughs> nice. Old Town Yours. <laughs> uh, I'm yours. Uh, all right, Nick. We're out of time. One last time. Oh, yeah. Where can people find you? Sure. Where can people watch you? Well, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Number one, just hit that hit that Headgum YouTube page uh we're uh, we're on the head gummies channel but you know what watch the other one uh, jeff and riley are fucking amazing it's it's uh, shout out to them for spending 
a year, two years, three years, just building forever, forever, doing, forever. doing great vids. Just give those vids a watch. Uh, you'll see some of the HeadGum East YouTube or sorry, uh, podcast people doing some guest cameos and our stuff. And uh, it's just a whole lot of fun. Um, otherwise, I don't know. Find me on Instagram. You'll mostly see pictures of Rilo, uh, my, my little son, <laughs> just being cool. He is a sweet dude. <laughs> Only Nick Rad could come on the show to plug his <laughs> web series and like plug his son <laughs> yeah. and somebody else's web series. Oh yeah. And for yeah, that, yeah. and for that, Nick, uh-huh. I award you the golden mic. No. Oh my god. And I'll tell you what else. <laughs> oh my. I'm god. proud of you, kid. Oh my god. You did a good job. Oh my god. I'm so touched actually jake i i can't accept this i i actually i insist i know i'm gonna have to give it to you because if we're oh talking about the best performance in the podcast, <laughs> why don't we all get oh one my god why don't we all no get no no one? i'm sorry amir this is this has to go to the person who just put it out there and that is incredible what about all jake? three of us it's leave such an honor golden it's mic such winners. an honor to share this golden mic with you and as long as we're yeah. giving out awards i think there's a third award we can give out no Please. and why don't we do forget it amir you can take home the turdy <laughs> Just don't even give me the award. The, the end of the episode. episode. The turdy for the episode goes to Amir and Jake yeah. and Nick will split a goldie. I think wow. that's I think that's the most fair way. I think that's probably the most accurate right. way. Because that way we all get an award. <laughs> it's not fair. Of course. What? I was gonna say What's it's up, not, bud? Yeah, it's not fair. Well, okay, not fair, but it's right. You know, it's the yeah, most yeah. correct. It's appropriate. Solution. I think it's so. yeah, it doesn't have to be fair as much as you guys it's have just, never even heard of Old Town Road. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to as a thespian, I can say it's hard to judge art, but in this mm-hmm. case, it's pretty clear. Right, it's obvious. Shared yeah. golden mic, turdy for you. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. The opening <laughs> theme song, <laughs> which was an Old Town Road parody. Uh, did I ever say who wrote that song? I don't even remember. I don't know. Probably not. That's why you got the turdy button. <laughs> I don't think so, because you didn't do it either. Tony Worth. <laughs> Tony Worth made an Old Tony Town Worth. Road parody. Um, closing or if you have your own theme song or own uh, questions, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, this closing theme song is a Hoodie Allen parody written by Whoa. our old friend Justin Goncalves. So thanks, Justin. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Nick. Thanks to you guys for Yay. listening. Uh, yeah. And come see us in Chicago. Headgum.com slash live. We'll be in Chicago June 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's right. Uh, see you guys there and see you guys next week. Yeah, I bought a fake ID off Craigslist. My mom knows that she's gonna be so pissed. Need to fix a problem without getting reckless. We got two Jews who could never be heartless. Real shit, they be helping us out. Any situation, just get them a shout. Keep the headphones on, keep it plugged in with the volume up high up, they so wise. You gonna get advice on how to floss, they never heard them, it's your loss. They helping all the people, they making all the money, but Amir is still a cheap hoe. Oh, just kidding bro, I guess I really don't know. Gotta ask Jake first if it's true, is Amir, is, a, is Amir a real Jew? <laughs> Shit, I guess I never knew. Tell me what you really want from me, just trying to listen to this podcast. Close mouth. Close mouth, I'll try to listen with no interruption. No interruption. What's my last name, bro? I don't know. I don't even know anymore. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>